Welcome, dear listeners, to Main Menu for Wednesday, the 11th of February 2009. I'm Chrissy Cochran, here to guide you through the program. We have two items for you today. Lynn White concludes his station playlist and station playlist studio tutor. Then we have a new product from Code Factory, uh, Mobile Geo, and uh, Corey Martin will be along to talk about that. Let's get a bit of housekeeping out of the way first. If you'd like to get in touch with us, it's mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you'd like to see our website, it's mainmenu.acbradio.org. Main menu being one word. If you'd like to subscribe to our friends list, it's mainmenu-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Yes, a lot of wordage there. Main menu, one word, dash friends, dash subscribe at acbradio.org. Enough of me. Let us get on. Mr. Lynn White has been telling us all about the wonders of Station Playlist and Station Playlist Studio. All good stuff. And Creator. That's right, Creator. Don't forget it. Now then, Lynn, carry on. Hi, once again, and welcome to Chapter 3 of our Station Playlist Creator and Studio Tutorial. My name is Lynn White. And... There is so much that we could cover in in both Station Playlist and Studio, but honestly, we just don't have the time. And plus, I don't want to wear you out. In this tutorial, we are going to hear the speech synthesizer. I'm using Windowize 7.01, and I'm running it through the board so that you can hear what I'm hearing, and we don't have to repeat so much. I want to show you one other thing about Studio before we move to uh, to uh, Station Playlist Creator. Studio has a feature in it called Carts. And what Carts are is simply a, a number of buttons that are um, where you can assign files to. And the buttons are your... your uh, F keys, your function keys, and um, and it's really neat to do it. I won't show you how to set it up, but I just kind of wanted to give you an idea of what these cards user. do. Obsidence. So I'm going to go to no, no go back to Studio, and just to kind of show you what these cards can do. As I told you before, I'm a, D, a, a presenter with ACB Radio Interactive. And uh, so all of my cards are set up with uh, some of the promos and so forth that I like to run during my show. One of my favorites is from Greg Brayton, another presenter. And he sings a little ditty that goes like this. Yeah, I like that. I like to hear Greg sing sing that so that's that's cool uh let me see another one of my favorite ones is when i'm going uh from one segment to another and i kind of want to have a quick uh break in there i play this Ba-doom, 
So I like that one too. That's a cool one. That was made by one of our DJs back when ACB Radio first started many years ago. So anyway, so those are the cards. Now I want to move over to uh, playlist editor or creator, I should say. <coughs> and I thought about how I should do this. And I decided that I wanted to um, show you one of the really cool things about making up a uh, having creator create a playlist for you. Let me explain to you um, what what are some of the things that are involved in in creator what what's in here real quick and then I'm going to show you how to set a schedule and I'm going to do this I'm going to try to do this in as a quick a way as possible and if and I hope you'll pardon me that I don't go through a lot of details because I think that would just drive you crazy but I'll 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 go through as much as I can and and just See what we can do. Okay, so let's. We're in Creator, and options. We're going to go all the way back to where I'm shift tabbing, and now I'm I'm in a control tab situation, which I'm using my my left and right arrows. The first thing in this control tab window is categories. Categories are how you have your file structured, okay? For instance, if you'd like to have a category of rock music or secular music, as I have in one of my rotations, then the category that I set up is uh, rock and, uh, oh, I don't know, rock and urban music and country music, and I just kind of limp those um uh, into that category, and it really is kind of cool. Second thing I have spot groups, six. is spot groups. Well, those are commercials if you are a commercial station. Rotation three six. Rotations is how you want to set up songs or spot groups or announcements in a rotation. All right. What rotation do you want to use in the case of creator? How many? How do you want this to play in a given hour? Schedule four six. Schedules, that's exactly what it means. Related artists five. Related out out artists has to do with how artists and affiliated groups or affiliated um, uh, other artists where that artist is featured is is set up. How you're going to schedule that so that you can comply with DMCA rules. For instance, if you had you could have say the Beatles. And underneath the Beatles, you would have Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, uh, and the rest. And you'd say, okay, I want, I want, if you see the Beatles, do not play Paul McCartney or any of these others for so long a period of time. So as we can, A, not wear the audience out, and, and even more important, uh, not to break rules. Uh, okay, so that's related options or related artists. Second one is option. The the next one, as we write arrow, is options. Run options tab. Options tab. Okay, and so that's where we're going to be. That's those are the those are the the various categories. Okay, <clears throat> now to set up a schedule, 
you have to you have to start start from scratch in in playlist in creator you have to you don't have to do this in studio but in creator you you must do the following you have to do this you have to set up your categories and your your once you have gone through and and assigned a category name and put the files that you want in that category the next thing you have to do is to set up a rotation and those rotations give a name for instance options check options check options tab rotations 306 for instance a rotation would be in my case gospel 103 gospel secular 203 secular sunday worship 303 sunday worship and basically as as i explained to you this means what are you going to use in this rotation now once you've established your rotation then you can you can establish a schedule and when you establish a schedule you say what rotation am i going to use make sense okay so i'm going to give you one example of how i just think station playlist is the bomb uh creator is just absolutely great now you can you can in playlist as we talked about we can manually create a, a playlist or you can say playlist creator i want you to computerize a playlist for me and then i'll go back and edit it so here's what we're going to do we're going to schedule this and the way we're going to do it is we're going to go to a schedule sunday worship 303 there we go okay so i shift tabbed and i hit my right arrow until i found schedule no selected item. i'm going to arrow down to uh something that i run on my own station called sunday worship Gospel Monday, Tuesday, secular Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday worship month. Okay, and by doing that, I went to schedule, tab, schedule, tab Sunday worship, tabbed over, and then arrowed down to Sunday worship. Now I have to tell schedule when do I want this to run. Sunday worship. So I'm going to hit enter, and we're at Sunday worship. I'm going to tab. Time events new no selected item list box. I'm going to tab again. New button. There it says new. Rotation, rotation, R. Not default. No selected item. Okay, and and the default. What's my default going to be? Well, my default is going to be a rotation that I call Sunday worship. So I'm going to arrow down to it. Not default. One of gospel two of six. Secular three of six. Sunday worship four of six. Not silent five of six. Not none six of six. Mm, okay. Sunday worship four. Secular three of okay. Sunday worship four of six. All right. So now I have my Sunday worship as my as my as the rotation. Okay, don't want to do that. That tells me when do you want this schedule to replay? Replay an hour button. And uh and then you can you can go through all that. Days of the week, Monday check box check. Now here you've got your your days of the week. Now if you were listening to schedule, it's it would say when you brought it up, unless you already had it set up, all the days of the week would say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or if there was one checked, it would say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Y, Sunday, Y. Okay. Right now, I'm going to tell it I want it to run on Sunday. Days of the week, Tuesday, checkbox. Days of the week, Wednesday, checkbox. 
Days of the week, Thursday, checkbox unchecked. Days of the week, Friday, checkbox unchecked. Days of the week, Saturday, checkbox unchecked. Days of the week, Sunday, checkbox unchecked. I want to check Sunday. Check Sunday, checkbox. All right. Button. I'm going to button. Tab till I get OK. OK button. Yeah. Station playlist creator standard. Friday step. Now, there is one other thing that you want to make sure that, that is checked. So let's go back to rotations by um, shift tab. Schedule tab control 406. And left arrow. Rotations 306. Sunday worship list 303. Okay. And let's make sure that it is a default. Sunday worship rotation properties. Notes edit box. Help button. Cancel button. Help button. Notes edit box. Time check and check box checked. Categories, categories. Actually, uh, I didn't really have to do that. Uh, because I've got schedules in, I've got schedules in the uh, set to set the rotation. So that's okay, that's fine. But if I didn't, let's say if I just did a schedule and just said I want to do Sunday worship and do the default, use the default rotation, then I would have to go back to rotation and say yes, I want you as a default. But in this case, I already told it. In the schedule that I want to use the Sunday worship rotation. Time checking. No set of box. So we can get out of this by hitting escape. Station playlist creator standard. Because we're not making any changes on the rotation. Now, we're going to, um, I'm going to show you. Oh, you know what? This is a good chance. Let me show you what's in the rotation. Just to, just so you have an, an, an idea. So I'm going to open it back up. Sunday worship rotation properties. No set of box. Okay. And I'm, let's tab. Time check and checkbox checked. Categories, categories, see contemporary Christian, no selected item. Okay. And you notice that in, in the categories, um, you in the rotation, there are all of my categories. What songs or what spot groups do you want to use in your categories in this rotation? So it's got them listed, the rotations. And, and what I would do is arrow down and then tab over and hit space. Spot groups. Spot groups as Rocky children. And categories. Spot groups. Spot. And then I would add to it. But I've got, I've got rotation filled out, so I'm not going to go through the details of how to build this rotation. Rotation is three R zero zero fifty eight twenty six. Okay. So here we are. Let me just show you what's in the rotation. I'll go to the top. Zero 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 Sunday worship one. And just quickly, it's got a promo called. It's got a category of Sunday worship where I'm doing my promos. Zero 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 thirty four hot Christian tracks two twelve. Hot Christian zero zero twenty nine hot gospel tracks three twelve. You see zero zero thirteen oh five southern gospel four twelve. Zero zero twenty two fifty two praise. It's gonna pick out something from all these categories. Zero zero twenty six fifty three Sunday. Zero zero twenty seven twenty. Zero zero thirty two eighteen contemporary Christian. Zero zero thirty six forty three hot Christian tracks. Zero zero forty. And I've got I've got all my categories all picked out in this rotation. I built a rotation earlier. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get out of the rotations by hitting the escape, and the reason, in this case, why why I would use escape because I'm not making any changes to rotations. Station playlist. But now we're going to create a schedule. Rotations tab. And so we're going to shift tab, right arrow. Schedule four six. Schedule. Sunday worship list. And we've got Sunday worship. We know that. All right. Okay. Now it's going to be time to build that schedule. And the reason I went and took you all through back through there is so you would know where we're coming from. Now, to build that schedule, shift tab, schedule tab, and I'm going to the right arrow, related artist 506. And I don't want anything, I don't want to do anything there. So we're going to right arrow again, 
and we're at our options page. And even though Run options. Options tab. Uh, when, window wise didn't say it, but I tabbed and shift tab so you could hear run options. Now I'm going to tab again. Run options tab control one three. And we're at run options tab. Here is where you can decide, and I'm not going to do this because it just drives things crazy. Here you can decide: Do you want to build your 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 playlist based upon uh, a week, a day, or hours? In this case, since what I'm wanting to do is to build something that is going to be based on an hourly schedule, uh, I have told it I want you to run this by the hour, and I will tell you how many hours that I want you to go. Okay, all right. So that's where we are. Now we're going to tab custom control, and we're going to hear custom control. That's what Windowize says. Now, I believe JAWS will actually say it a different way. What I'm going to do now is to take my mouse cursor and, and see exactly what we're saying. Artist. Title. Pointer. Generate playlist starting from box. Okay. And when I, when I hit it to uh, show me what the, what the PC is showing, it's saying generate. Sun. Generate playlist starting from box. Generate playlist starting from, and now I'll go down. Well, before I do that, let me just show you something about how how this is set up. On your arrow keys, it's set up by month, by date, and by year. If you up arrow, zero nine. That's uh, I had it on the on the um. On the date, let me go back. Zero eight, February. Okay, now yeah, there we go. Okay, I, I left arrowed, and it said February. Now, March. If I up arrow, that says March. February. If I down arrow, it's February. If I right arrow, right arrow, it will take me to the date. The date. Zero eight. Okay. If I up arrow, zero nine. It would say oh nine. Okay. But I know that I want this to be on Sunday 08. And, of course, if I write arrow, that takes me to the year. So to confirm where I am, I go back. Pointer. And generate playlist starting from box. Sunday, February 08, 2009. All right. Yes. Okay. Now, my next tab. Generate playlist starting from hour 23 o'clock. Okay. Is... Is saying what hour do you want this to start? Well, you notice it said twenty three hundred. That because the last time I had scheduled something, it was for eleven o'clock Central Time. So, uh, studio um, playlist is based on a twenty three hour clock according to what time zone you have it set. So, okay, but I don't want it to start at eleven o'clock. Zero 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 zero. I want it to start. At let's say at five o'clock in the morning. So what I did is I hit Control and Home, got to the top, and I wanted to start at five o'clock. So arrow down. One o'clock, two o'clock, o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. All right, five o'clock it is. All right, I'm going to I'm going to tab. Generate playlist starting from G zero at the box. Okay, now this is saying what this is. Pointer hour box. 
zero zero. I mean three. Okay. All right. Generate list. Generate list starting from D. Zero edit box. Okay. This is actually you can't hear this, but this is really what it is. It's going to say, "How many days do you want this to run?" And right now, it says zero. Zero. One. Zero. And that's really how I want. Which means that zero means it's going to run one day. One day. Okay. Tab again, and this is going to say. Generate list starting from D. Three at the top. And I know it. It says generate starting from, but this, the, you just have to know this in the in the way that things are set up. But this is actually saying how many hours do you want this to run? And so I'm going to say one hour. Two. And I'm going to arrow down one. until it says one hour. And so what it's going to do now is to say we're going to play. We're going to schedule this to be a one-hour playlist. Now that's may not be. Uh, the way that you really want to run things, but just to, for simplicity's sake, that's what we're going to do. We are now ready to have Creator create us a playlist. And to do that, we're going to hit Shift Control C. Playlist creation. Deleting old playlist files. Playlist generation started on Wednesday, February 04, 2009, 10 46 p.m. 08, 2009, 5 red only at the box. 100%. Okay. Now, 100%. Now, what this says is that I started doing this on a Wednesday night. It doesn't say 100%. That, that, um, that that's when it's going to play. But this is what's going to happen. 100%. Okay. Okay, button. All right. It, the playlist is now done. 100%. I have I tabbed OK and hit OK. Station playlist creator standard. Generate playlist starting from G1 at the top. Okay. Now, the playlist is created. Now, how do I know what's there? Well, I will now go into Playlist Editor to see what is there. And to get to Playlist Editor, I'm going to hit Control-E. Playlist Editor 0902080805.plg. Okay. And... No selected item. 12.01.08 title. Okay. So the first thing is I happen to know that it ha it's, a, it's something from, my, from a file that plays... Promos. Well, if I uh, my my station promos. So if that's not really what I wanted, I could change to something else by hitting Control Shift and I. Don't want that. Live my title except God's love creation one. There. Okay. I've got one of my own devotionals that came from that from that list. It was from that same category of Sunday worship that I created. That's the first thing that's playing. White Heart title, how many times, 70 times, 7 Ah, uh -huh, and there's a song called White Heart that's from uh, my hot Christian. Well, let's just Live listen White, to it. White Heart title, how many times, 70 times, 7 duration, 424 category, hot Christian track, style name. G top Christian track, song for life. So you see, it, it has gone through. Kazidia Walker, Love Fellowship, Crusade, Choir title, or deliberation, 754 category, top gospel. And it's showing me the, the it's showing me all where it came from. And. Blue Brothers title, William Love Jesus. And all of this, if you looked at my rotation, this is exactly the way I wanted it. Uh, it's following the rotation sequence. Various artists title wonderful. Okay, so I will. Victory title the mighty one Yeah, there you go. Okay, so let's say that I'm happy with this playlist. Lynn White title Sunday worship promoter. Right, Timothy of New York Fellowship Mass Choir. 
Okay. There is just title one day. Okay. Empty title zero. Buddy Green title dot. Robin Hart title. Yes. John Starr title. Happy. Lynn White title. Love the Lord duration. Yes. Zero five is strength is perfect duration. Okay. Found something that I I want to keep, but I want I need to fix. Zero five is strength. Some artist. Some title. Zero five is some artist. Read for attack button. Yes. Delete SP. Cancel. Okay, but okay. playlist editor 090208.tlg. Four thirty eight category hot Christian tracks artists various artists unselected list view fourteen. Walker Ezekiel Ellis. Various artists title is strength is perfect. Stephen Curtis Chapman Drake. Now, if I really needed to go through and and and, because I'm actually not going to save this playlist. If I wanted to save it though, I could. Eh, you know what? Let me just edit. Zero five is strength is cancel button. Delete SPL. Read for attack button. Track info tab control. The way some artists various artists edit box. The way they've got this, uh, some of these CDs are a little bit crazy, and you want them to be p- correct. There it is. So you can go, and this is the neat thing about it. When you see mistakes, you can go and correct them right while while you're creating your playlist. So there it is. Selected. Take that out. Song title is strength is perfect. His strength is perfect. Stephen. Okay. Stephen select. Curtis select. Chapman selected. Okay. I'll go back over here. Song artist artist up. Put that in the right place. Song title is strength. <laughs> space. Dash. Space. And. Dash. Space. There. T. Now it's, it's fine. Now, Read for Delete SPL. Cancel this. button. Okay button. Take care of that. Playlist editor. All right, so I can keep this. Walker, Kazeel, yes. Doyle Lawson, Quicksilver title. Okay. Petra title, Brain Mandration. Lino Morales title, Brazen Word. Okay. Carlton Pearson title, Precious Memory. Yes. Carlton Pearson title. Okay. So now, <coughs> excuse me, this is set now. I am going to go ahead and save it. So I'm going to hit a Control S to save the playlist. I'm in editor, remember. Playlist creation. Okay, but 100%. I mean. And it's okay. I can hit. 100%. Playlist editor 09. I'll get out of station. I'll get out of editor by hitting control at 4. Station playlist creator standard. Generate playlist. Okay. I mean. Now, the, the, the playlist is ready to go this coming Sunday. 5 o'clock, my time. It's ready. Now, before I do the final step, if I was to leave all this set up, if I left this schedule like it is, <coughs> excuse me, this particular schedule would play every every week. Um, I don't want that. I really don't. Don't want it. So what? Or or even worse, is that what would really happen is if I went in to create another schedule and I forgot what I had done when I started creating the playlist, I might want oldies and what it would really do is play is do a Christian rotation. So I don't want that to happen. So I'm gonna go back to schedule. Generate play- generate playlist starting from custom control. Run options tab control one of run options one of three. Uh, options tab control six of related artists schedule four of six. Uh, Sunday worship list two. Now secular month. Sunday worship Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Y free of free. Okay, so that so you see there it's ready to if I create another playlist and I think I'm doing oldies, I'm gonna do a Christian one, and that ain't gonna work. So I'm gonna go back in Sunday worship schedule. I'm gonna shift tab button. cancel button days of the week days of days of the week Sunday checkbox check. Uncheck Sunday check. I'm gonna uncheck that. Okay button. Okay. Station playlist. There you go. Now I'm done with it. And now if I really wanted to, I could go in now and I could create another another schedule, but I won't. But this is how you do it. You save it and you say, I'm done. Close it. Close it. Dialog save changes. 
and you and it's asking you, do you want to save all these changes that you've made? And I say, yes, I do. Hit the space bar. Station playlist creator standard. And it will go save along category and, files. Creator. Station. and save everything no that I've listening. done. And guess what? It is all done. Gold wave. So, Control. in conclusion, station playlist is really cool. It's just another way of getting things done if you really want to try to use something with a little bit more pizzazz and everything. But trust me, later on you're going to be hearing a tutorial on how to create playlists in, Win in Winamp. And I have used Winamp for many years up until now. Love it. I would still do it if I needed to. It's a wonderful tool. And you're going to see just how great Winamp is. And that this it's an alternative to station playlist or other um, playlist creating software out there. I want to thank all the people who helped me out in in learning this, the station playlist list itself, to uh, all of my friends at the ACB Radio Interactive team, and to Rick and Deb Lewis for their help as well. If you'd like to write to me again, my address is lynnwhite51 at sbcglobal.net, lynnwhite51 at, a, at <clears throat> sbcglobal.net. Thank you for your time. For Main Menu, I'm Lynn White. Thank you very much, Lynn. And as Lynn has said, we're having a Winamp tutorial. If I speak to the executive producer, Nama Erez, nicely, it may well run next week. And uh, while I'm talking of things like that, if you'd like to become a broadcaster on ACB Radio Interactive, why don't you write to acbri at acbradio.org and tell us, and we can help. We can uh, mentor you through the uh, setting up of the station, etc., all the goodies. This is Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream. It's back, folks. Good news. It is back. Main Menu Live returns to ACB Radio mainstream but in a different guise and a different format so um, main menu itself will run as usual on Wednesdays the first run at 01 hours UTC however main menu will also rerun on Saturdays at 01 hours UTC followed by Main Menu Live. Now, Main Menu Live is a totally independent program. However, it may well respond to points raised in Main Menu, which is why we're running Main Menu Live straight after the rerun of Main Menu. Hosted by Mark Marvel, and you possibly know him from shows like uh, The Sound of Sight and Eyes on Employment. He had his first show last week. It was great. But uh, tune into that, and he'll give you all the details how you can get in touch and how you can... Um, interact with him during the show that's main menu live starts la started last week and uh, as i say it's after the rerun of main menu on a saturday so it's at oh two hours utc and those two are rotated throughout the broadcast day this is acb radio mainstream and this is main menu now then ever wanted gps system well code factory have brought a new one out so, Mobile Geo, Mobile Geo, however you care to say it. Corey Martin will tell us all about it. Hello, my name is Corey Martin, and I'm here today to discuss with you 
the latest and undoubtedly one of the greatest new GPS solutions to come available to the blind and visually impaired market. This new innovative solution is known as Mobile Geo and it is available from the company called Code Factory. Now, if you haven't heard of Code Factory, they are a company who specializes in developing adaptive technology for the visually impaired, specifically software solutions, which run on mobile portable devices. So, for example, the Mobile Speak Pocket and Mobile Speak smartphone products are a couple others that they have and have been out for some time now. And for those of you who use those products, you know how excellent they are. And for those of you who do not, you should really check them out. Basically, MobileSpeak Pocket and MobileSpeak Smartphone run on the Windows Mobile operating system under its respective branches, namely the Pocket PC Edition and the Smartphone Edition, and act as very powerful screen readers for mobile devices. Now, their latest product that they have released is called Mobile Geo and is a GPS solution which is actually a joint venture between Code Factory and another company called Sendero. For those of you who do not know, Sendero is actually a company who were the first ones to bring GPS technology to the visually impaired. And so back in their first days of existence, their first product was a laptop solution, which basically ran on a laptop computer which you carried around, it had an electronic map, and you were able to navigate for the first time, which at that time, actually, GPS was in its infancy, and there were not many solutions available to the public at all. So for the first time, there was a new groundbreaking technology available to the visually impaired, which drastically opened new doors for mobility. After this laptop solution came out, Sendero partnered with Humanware and brought their GPS solutions to the BrailleNote family, which, as you know, is a note-taker device for the visually impaired. And for a number of years, the GPS products they produced were only available on the BrailleNote. However, that has all changed now. With a recent development with their company, they are now able to bring their GPS solutions to other products, such as Code Factories mobile geo which at its core is using a sendero gps engine the advantage to this is that you gain all the knowledge and experience that sendero has since their earliest days in the gps industry back in 2001 when their first product was officially released however they were working on that product even before that. So there's a great deal of development and a lot of time put into this, even though the Mobile Geo itself is a version one release. If you would like to contact either Code Factory or Sendero, you can visit their websites as follows. To go to Code Factory's website, you would visit this URL. It's http colon slash slash www dot code factory c o d e f a c t o r y dot e s and for Sendero's you would go to http colon slash slash www dot group dot com that's s e n d e r o g r o u p dot com 
Before I proceed, I should also give some background here on myself. Uh, basically, how I came to do this review of Mobile Geo is because, for one, I think it's a great product and that people need to be made aware of its existence and have somebody actually demonstrate it so you actually know what I'm talking about is true. And secondly, I was a beta tester for Mobile Geo from the beginning. So when it first was privately tested, I was one of the beta testers who helped to iron out some of the bugs. And so I have been working with it since it was first brought out for private beta testing. So in this review, what I'm going to do is firstly, I'm going to talk about Mobile Geo itself and why it's such a great product. Secondly, then I'm going to actually power it up and show you some of the things you can do live with my own pocket PC device. And thirdly, I'm going to let you listen to some recorded trips I've taken with Mobile Geo and let you hear it so you can get an idea of exactly how much information is presented to you as the user and exactly how useful it actually can be. Now before I do that, I guess I should really take a step back here and actually explain what GPS is for those of you who may not know. GPS is becoming a rather common term these days, but it's not uncommon for some people not to have heard of it. Basically GPS is a global positioning system and what that means is that you use a electronic device, a GPS receiver, to receive signals from various satellites orbiting the Earth. These signals are then triangulated into a series of coordinates which are then relayed to some other device which can interpret them and therefore figure out where you are on an electronic map. With this information you can not only find out where you are but what's around you such as points of interest in your area like businesses, people's houses, bus stops, parks, airports, etc. There's really no end to the amount of information that you can find and you can find information which may not even be on your map on global sources such as Google and import that information into Mobile Geo. I'll get to that later on, but just to give you an idea of what you can do. So GPS solutions are very powerful and also very useful. Now I said earlier that GPS receivers relay their information to another device. Now for some, the GPS receiver is actually built into the device. For example, some smartphones or pocket PCs have a built-in GPS receiver, or of course you may have noticed in retail stores that a sighted person can purchase a all-in-one GPS unit with the maps and everything built in. So depending on what you plan to run it on will determine how your specific setup will work. Now it is recommended based on various testing that in most cases uh, external GPS receiver works best. Generally in this case what would happen is you would have a Bluetooth receiver which would relay its GPS data to your smartphone or pocket PC over Bluetooth signals. Some people may prefer to use an internal device for the sake of not having to carry more than one item. However, uh, internal receivers are generally not as accurate 
as external ones and also tend to use more battery power from the host device they're running on. So although I say generally, because this may not be the case for all devices, especially maybe new devices coming out, but in most cases, an external Bluetooth receiver is recommended for optimal positioning and accuracy. Also, what you would need to run Mobile Geo is the latest release version of either MobileSpeak Pocket or MobileSpeak Smartphone and a device to run it on, which is running Windows Mobile 5 or higher of either the Pocket PC or Smartphone operating system. The good news with this is that you can use any standard device that you would purchase in a store retail or from the internet or if you were to get the phone or device from a cell phone or wireless provider. I would recommend highly that you do consult with the list of supported devices on CodeFactory's website. It is extensive and by doing this you can be sure that you'll get a device that will function with their software. The thing with this though is that you are not limited to a device which is exclusively for the blind or visually impaired. So in that respect you're going to be using a mainstream device that anyone else would use and you can use any other software packages you want with this. So in that respect you're going to be just like anyone else using a standard piece of hardware with the latest features, specs, and abilities. No matter where you are in the world, you don't need to worry about getting maps for Mobile Geo either because the Mobile Geo product does support maps from over 20 current countries. Similarly, Mobile Geo can speak currently in 13 different languages because it seamlessly works with mobile speak pocket and mobile speak smartphone. You can receive speech output from mobile geo through either a headset, Bluetooth, earpiece or headphones, or routed to external speakers or car speakers. You can perform commands by using either an integrated QWERTY keyboard on your device if it has one, a touch screen if it has one, through the available keys that a smartphone may offer or using an external Bluetooth keyboard. Mobile Geo can also be used even when it's not in focus on your device's screen. This is a unique feature which cannot be found on any other device currently available. What I mean by this is not only does it continue to track your current position and other related information but it can give you speech feedback while you're in another application and allow you to interact with it when it's not in focus. This is really useful because what you can be doing is listening to music or typing in an email or text message or working on a document or reading a book or anything else you want to be doing while you're riding the bus or in a car or whatever means of transportation you may have or you can be checking on information while you're on a street corner and not lose your place in Mobile Geo. You can even switch from application command layouts to a Mobile Geo command layout and back again if you need to check something in another application, then check your position, and then switch back and continue working. There's a simple command to do this, just to switch back and forth without even bringing the application to the foreground. Also, Mobile Geo integrates itself into your contacts application so that you can use the contacts in your device as either a starting point for a route to find to get to as a destination or to add as a point of interest into your list of point of interest. 
In addition to this, you can also dial contacts and phone numbers stored in your GPS point of interest database right from Mobile Geo. So if you have a smartphone and you find a location of a restaurant that you want to navigate to, you want to call them to see if they have any availability or to make a reservation, you can open the details screen for that point of interest and call the phone number for the restaurant to check with them before you even go there. Another useful thing that Mobile Geo can do is vibrate to give you alerts as well as giving audible sound-based alerts to you while you're navigating. So if you can't hear well where you are or you want to have a discrete solution, your smartphone can vibrate in different Morse code patterns to let you know what's happening around you instead of having to listen to audible cues. Now, unfortunately, this feature is only available to smartphone editions at this time simply because vibration is not available on the Pocket PC operating system or as a hardware component for Pocket PCs. For some of the newer Pocket PC-based smartphones that are coming out that do have vibrations, we may see this feature available in the future. If you prefer to use a braille display, you can also use those with Mobile Geo for input and output, and it works with over 20 different braille displays currently available. Also, if you are concerned about data plan usage for some GPS solutions which download map data over a Wi-Fi or cellular connection, you don't need to worry about that with Mobile Geo as all the map data that you need is currently available for download and is stored readily available to your software on a memory card all on the device. Code Factory also uses a user-centered licensing system to license all of their products for the Pocket PC and smartphone editions of software they produce. Basically what this means is that once you've purchased a license for one of their pieces of software, you can transfer that freely from any device to another. So if you bought Mobile Geo on one cell phone or Pocket PC, something happens to it and you get a new one or you just decide to upgrade or whatever and get a new device, you just transfer your license from the old device to the new one with no cost incurred to you. So I think I've rambled long enough here. What I'm going to do now is actually continue this review from my device and start up Mobile Geo so you can get an idea of what the program is like. I'm going to go through the program and the various menus and show you what everything does and explain all the various options in detail. Before I get to that, I'm just going to give you a brief explanation of what I'm using for hardware here so you know what I'm using. To be honest, the hardware I'm using is not as current as everything you can get currently. I'm using for my Pocket PC, I'm running a Dell Azim X51V. And so that Pocket PC, for those of you who don't know, is a couple of years old now, actually. It's been actually discontinued by Dell, but it is running Windows Mobile 5, so it is compatible with Mobile Geo. For a GPS receiver, I'm going to be using the Holux GP Slim 236, which again also isn't the most current receiver, but it does well for me, and so that's what I use. So I will continue this from the Pocket PC. 
Okay, so now I'm actually on my Pocket PC and it's recording and I'm going to launch Mobile Geo. So for starters, I'm going to do a double tap one here uh, to bring up the start menu for smartphone users. This will differ, but unfortunately I don't have a smartphone to demo. So I'll be doing this from the Pocket PC perspective. Today, one of 15. Okay, so we're in the start menu. It's saying today, one of 15. So I'm going to arrow down. Calendar, two of 15. Internet Explorer, five of 15. Messaging, six of 15. Windows Media, seven of 15. Mobile Geo, nine of 15. Okay, so there's Mobile Geo. I'm going to select it. Left soft stop, right soft action. Welcome to Mobile Geo. Starting Sendero GPS engine. Please wait. Mobile Geo window. Left soft functions. Right soft menu. Main screen. Fair quality. 13 meters. Tracking 5 satellites. Plus position colon 1115 SD David RTN. Okay. Now, uh, I have also... 14 meters south to destination. Home, 14 meters south. Okay, well, it knows I'm at home. So, uh, that's good to know. Uh, that was my destination from the last time I used this. So, uh, another nice thing about Mobile Geo is it does remember these things for when you restart the program, unless you clear them, of course. Um, but before that interrupted me, I was going to say that I did turn on my Bluetooth receiver uh, before I launched this and before I started recording. It's generally a good idea to turn your receiver on. Yes, we're in Lethbridge, that's my city. As you can hear, it's letting me know that. Uh, now, anyways, it's a good idea to turn your receiver on before launching the program because Mobile Geo starts intercepting the GPS data right away, and and yes, we're in AB or AB or Alberta in Canada, because that's where I am. Uh, anyways, because if you turn on Mobile Geo first and not the receiver, it's not going to work very well. And I would recommend that you give your receiver a few seconds time to start up before you launch Mobile Geo. In other words, you don't want to turn them on at exactly the same time. It's best to let the receiver warm up first. Give it, I'd say I gave mine about 15 seconds um, just to make sure it was working. And um, just so you know, I am in a basement here and that's where I live is in a basement so uh, the Holux receivers seem to do a very nice job of getting signal even in the most adverse of conditions like in buildings with metal roofs on them and whatnot so I really don't know how that's possible I assume the uh, particular chips that they use to uh, make the triangulation of satellites possible is excellent but either way, if you go with a Holux receiver, you won't go wrong there. So um, what I'm going to do now is get right into the program. Basically, in the main screen of Mobile Geo here, we are in a list view type 
screen. So all you got to do to read it is just arrow up and down, unless you know specific commands for what you want. Um, and then there are soft keys. So I'm just going to start off by arrowing around here. Plus position colon 1117 SD David RDN 2 of 11. Okay, so the position is uh, what it says is 1117 St. David Road North, which actually is pretty close. Um, most GPS solutions I've seen usually can't get the street address of a house dead on. My street in particular is rather difficult because it's not quite a cul-de-sac, but it does curve around somewhat like a cul-de-sac. And my understanding of this is that it uses distance to calculate street addresses down to their houses based on the starting and ending points on a block. So it's actually 11.13, so we're about a house off as 11.17 is next door. But considering that where the receiver is located is in my window currently of my basement here um, which is pretty well right in between the two houses it's not bad to say the least Poor quality, 23 meters, tracking four satellites, one of 11. okay now the quality I have here right now also isn't the best now this is an excellent feature of mobile geo one that I didn't point out before but um, it does give you an estimate of the accuracy this is the best I've seen of this, and it does do a very good job of estimating it. So basically what it's telling me here is it's accurate within 23 meters of my position, which it rates as a poor rating. You can get fair, good, and uh, WAS, or W-A-A-S, which is when you have that augmentation available to your receiver, which is only available in certain areas. Unfortunately, Canada doesn't seem to have that. Um, this also does give you a reading on how many satellites you're tracking. So currently we're at four here. So I'm going to continue to arrow around. Destination colon home, 10 meters south, 3 of 11. Okay, so that's going to vary around a little bit because I'm in a basement. The signal quality is not the best. This would work outside better. However, it's currently um, kind of adverse weather out there, a little bit windy, whatnot, and I don't feel like standing outside to record this. The microphone pickup would probably be interrupted and so on. So it, it's good enough, I think, to give you a good idea when I actually go outside and do some live demoing with getting around. I'll, you'll see that it's actually quite a bit better once you're outside. Plus nearest intersection, colon 70 meters, west of St. George, RTN, south, 4 of 11. Okay, so it's giving me an estimate on how far away the nearest intersection is. Plus nearest POI, colon home, 16 meters, south, 5 of 11. And like I said, that's going to vary a little bit as the receiver sends back different data, but that's the nearest point of interest right now. Heading unknown at 0 kmph, 923 meters above C, 6 of 11. Okay, that is saying the heading is unknown because I'm not moving. I'm sitting in a chair, the receiver's sitting in a window, it can't tell where I'm going. It also knows I'm not moving as it's the zero kilometers an hour, and it gives the sea level rating of how far above sea I am. City colon Lethbridge, press enter to set as default city 7 of 11. Okay, so... I'm in Lethbridge. You can set a default city so that when you're doing street searches, it automatically defaults to whatever city you set. 
So if you're like me and you don't leave your city a lot, well, that's a good thing to do. Oops, colon, GPS, announcements enabled, 8 of 11. Okay, this is for switching to GPS or virtual mode. Virtual mode basically lets you walk around the map virtually from your home and look at the streets. I'll do that again as well uh, once I've gone through this main screen here and gone through the menus a bit. Um, but it's very useful for figuring out where streets are to get an idea of how the layout of the streets around you are. And it, it gives you some good information as well as points of interest along the way. You also may have noticed that it said that the announcements were enabled, which is basically referring to points of interest. You can set it to not announce that or to announce it as you wish. Thanks very much, Corey. We'll have part two next week. At almost just wraps the whole thing up for today don't forget main menu live after the rerun of main menu on saturday main menu live at 02 hours utc anyway that's it for main menu i trust you've enjoyed it on behalf of our executive producer nama Erez, and the team this is chrissy cochran wishing you good listening on ecb radio mainstream where your listening is our business